Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, welcome to the Horse Hour podcast. I'm Amy Frost and my guest today is Alex Copeland, who's the Director of Education at the British Horse Society. We talk about the five national conventions which take place throughout the UK. It's all about coaching and education. How can you get more out of your education through the British Horse Society? Well, I'm doing my stage one and I hope that you'll join me on this journey. Whatever career pathway you decide to choose, whether it's coaching, whether it's horsemanship, whether it's being a groom, or whether it's just learning as much as you can to look after your horse. Alex explains how you can get involved. This is Horse Hour. Today I'm joined by the Director of Education at the British Horse Society. It's the lovely Alex Copeland. How are you? I'm very well, thank you, Amy. Yourself? Oh, I'm good. I'm, I'm really good. Thank you. Thanks so much for coming back onto the podcast. I think the last time we spoke was about a year ago when uh, you were releasing your new Challenge Awards and your new education kind of strategy for the British Horse Society. How, how's it been going? We've had a fantastic year. Our professional career pathway has really um, hit a niche with the marketplace, our candidates love it, our employers love it. We've seen after a 20-year decline in numbers coming through the British Horse Society education, it actually on the rise again and people talking about how modern approach. So it's been really exciting. And as you say, what we've now started to do is look at how we can deliver the Challenge Awards, a new recreational programme to reach more of the 1.3 million regular riders we've got in the United Kingdom. Oh, that's great. Hey, did you know, Alex, I've started doing my stage one? Very exciting. Great to hear (laughs) that. And I think uh, hopefully you'll find it as friendly and supportive as we've tried to design it. Still meeting the standard that employers want, but actually in a hopefully a more supportive way. Oh, it's amazing. The reason I wanted to do it was because I'm, I'm a massive advocate for some form of qualification. And I think as a livery yard owner, really, you need to be able to do what you're preaching for safety, for education, and also for inspiring. I think to be able to motivate and inspire youngsters, they have to know that you, you, you've got the knowledge and the skills to know what you're talking about. And, and you know, going through this process has been really invigorating. Um, and it's, it's, oh, it's been so rewarding to be able to, you know, speak to the guys at the BHS and they've been so welcoming. And it, I thought it might be a little bit scary and intimidating. And it hasn't been at all. We've provided me with all the books and everything that I need. So we're going to be talking about your national conventions that are coming up this year and also coaching. But can we just start with explaining to everybody why you came up with the stages and um, and how they can help people who are listening? 
Of course. Well, the, the stage pathway or a professional career pathway is really there to support everyone to demonstrate and show the skills and knowledge they have so that they can really have a professional career pathway in any role in the industry. So the stage one and stage two really provide those foundation skills for anyone who might want to become a groom, wants to be going to become a coach, a farrier, want to even go into all aspects of the industry, whether that's you know, photography or marketing or just giving those basic skills and, and helping and support so that people ensure you understand all about the horse the complete horsemanship element as you progress slightly higher up the pathway onto stage three and stage four it becomes a little bit more specific around uh, roles that you may want to do so we've got our grooms pathway helping grooms who may want to work on a yard or actually work with some of our international riders traveling across the country or we have our coaches pathway which is really around complete horsemanship so that people can not only teach people to work um, and ride and love their horse but actually can also uh, make sure that they can provide guidance and advice around the horse, see when that horse is struggling, direct them when they need to go to a vet, direct them when they need to go to the barrier and give them that all-rounded skills required to really make sure they're the best professional possible in the industry. And really at the heart of the BHS qualifications and stages is the horse and, and that is really important to us. We do make sure that the, the love of the horse, the wealth of that horse sits at central to everything we do. I tell you the nicest thing that I've learned is that I've always knew that we don't know everything when it comes to horses and I thought oh you know I'll, I'll pretty much be able to sail through stage one quite quickly. I've had a horse for you know near on seven, six, seven years. I probably know most of it um, but the, the really exciting thing is I've learned so much more um, you know even down to the the mechanics of the horse the um, the muscles of the horse what what the certain points of the horse are called you know the dock I would just have said the tail but no it's called the dock and mm. and it's been really interesting mm. to learn those as well as because uh, I obviously I'm on the real foundation level but it's the basics of um, different types of bedding and we all know different types of bedding but do you know why there are different types of bedding and maybe it's because I'm a bit geeky I think I love your career pathways, but I also think it's great for people that don't necessarily want a career in horses, but genuinely want to learn more so that they can look after their horse better because it, it's good for them as well, isn't it? it? It really is there to provide foundation steps for anyone. And as you say, once you get to the higher levels, the stage three, four, there might be more people who are working in the industry or want to work in the industry long term. But at those foundation levels, they're there to support everyone and really give them a helping hand so that they can look after their horse better better and actually enjoy their, their experience with the horse and everything they do mm. um, and I think what's uh, uh, really important to us is although we talk about knowing the technical names of horses or, or the technical information it's all in relation to the practical application so what we wouldn't ever ask is someone to name the parts of the horses of a horse on a piece of paper it's as they're grooming the horse can you name it can you do it so it's all in relation to the practical activity they'd be doing with that horse on that daily basis and helping them then relate that information maybe to a vet or to other professional practitioners that they may talk to on a regular basis and if anything it's given me more confidence with the horses because I'm a bit of a nervous person um, and I <laughs> my confidence is it's awful Alex I'm always thinking I've got the answers wrong or I'm doing it wrong or I'm you know maybe I'm over rugging but maybe that's just me just to question everything but um knowing that I've got that structure or, or that 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 theory behind me has just made me more relaxed around the horses 
which I thought was quite interesting. Well, I think that's fantastic and just a, a great example of why, you know, hopefully so many people do the BHS assessments, why we're here. And what we try and do is, is make sure that it's not a scary environment to come through as well, especially if you are a nervous individual who may lack confidence. We try and make the pathway from that initial contact with the centre through the booking process, right through the assessment process, as friendly, supportive, helpful as we can so that actually, as you say, when you come out the other end, you have the confidence, you feel like you know what you're doing and you can actually really look after that horse as well as you can for the rest of your life. Well, I haven't been through the assessment process yet. So when I get to that stage, I'll let you know if I'm still as confident. <laughs> it depends if I pass. <laughs> well, I hope and, so. But- <laughs> well, hopefully not. And, and I really think that's a really important point, Amy, is what we've tried to do is make sure that even if you haven't passed it, you still have a good experience on the assessment. And we try and give you as much supportive feedback as possible. So hopefully you do pass and, and fingers crossed you do. But if you don't, I hope that the experience is still a very positive one. Hmm. Well, the thing that's keeping me going is I'm 34 and 14 year olds can do it. So I think, well, if a 14 year old can do it, then I'm pretty sure I should I should be able to and I need to. Um, otherwise, then I, I need to relook at my whole life, Alex, to be part of this. No, <laughs> but, you'll be um, fabulous. <laughs> bless you. Um, but the, this is actually bringing me on to your recreational um, day at your convention. So you've got your national, um, it's, it's the national convention that starts your recreational section and then you've got two days for coaches so could you please you've got a few of these um, national conventions going on this year could you please explain to us this week's convention so that if we like this week we can get involved in future ones fabulous yeah we're running five conventions this year which is very exciting we, we've gone from two years ago just running one convention and down in, in Hartbury and actually saying actually we want to get out and let everyone see the great work that's happening in the British Horse Society whether it's education welfare safety or access getting people riding off road so what we've tried to do is actually say we're going to come out to as many parts of the country as we can kicking off as you say at Hartbury today um, and we're running, the first day is really around reaching the everybody, everyday rider, supporting anyone, no matter the level they are, and giving them some as- inspiration and aspirations that they can work towards, um, and really introducing our own Challenge Awards, which is our new recreational program, providing bite-sized support and training and challenges that people can work towards, but also given some exciting people that they can see, meet, and really see how it works in action. So, for example, on our first day of our convention, uh, on the recreational day, we've got people such as Richard Waygood, who's our, our British event and performance manager, but talking about how it works for them, how they can take it, how that relates to the recreational rider. We've got the wonderful Gillian Higgins, really talking about some of the biomechanics of a horse, but again, doing that in such a fun way and if, if I don't know if you've seen Gillian before when she paints the horses and really brings it to life for the everyday recreational rider. Oh Gillian is amazing because as you briefly explained she paints the, the, the muscles and the skeleton of the horse on the horse so you see a live moving horse and it just it just clicks into place it makes everything make more sense when you can see it visually and really understand what's going on inside like you said the biomechanics how the horses move move and um how the pressure that you put on certain points of the horse can then have an impact further back you know it's it's she's incredible so so she's on monday 
cheers on uh, on the Sunday and the Monday. So as I say, today on the on the first day, the professional day on the Monday, she's also delivering. So I'm absolutely thrilled to have Gillian there, and we do so much with Gillian. Um, and and I have to say, you know, I'm really grateful for the partnership she's given. And as I say, when we're talking about the professional pathway a minute ago and the books, you now Gillian kindly did so much of the chapters and the books and the pictures and the books just to bring it to life for us. So we're very lucky to have someone who works so closely with us with such a fabulous way of explaining and demonstrating the knowledge in such a practical way. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volur XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. And for those that maybe would like to attend the convention, a little bit afraid of going by themselves, is that okay? They don't need to go with anyone else because is there time to meet other people and not feel so lonely? It, it really is about coming along and, and just talking and it's a, such a friendly environment. We have loads of people who do come on their own um, and it's a chance to meet like-minded people, especially if you're a, a recreational rider and just you know talk to people um, we have some discussion groups. We have lots of things that you can go to and, and talk and ask questions. So I really do hope that anyone who, who does want to come on their own feels so comfortable and, and we'll make sure that they really fit in in what we're doing. Oh, I, I think it sounds amazing. Oh, how can we go? How can we get tickets? Is it via your website? There's tickets available from the website. If you are um, wanting to come uh, to tomorrow, the, the, to Tuesday the 26th, especially more the professionals who want to know more about the professional pathway, you can just come on the day and we'll have tickets available on the day. So, so please come along for that. Otherwise, for the events up in uh, Morris Equestrian Centre in Scotland on the 7th to the 9th of April, if it's Cavan in Ireland on the 13th and 14th of May, 
for entry in the 15th and 17th of September, a chance to come along to such a wonderful venue, or if it's at Mary's Wood down in Surrey on the 22nd and 24th of September, just come along to the website. We've got lots. It's on the front page. You can link in. That's www.bhs.org.uk. And isn't there opportunities to, to speak to some of the speakers? There is opportunities to, to ask questions to the speakers either through the demonstrations. We have an, an active discussion. But also afterwards, our speakers do stay throughout the day and really come and talk to the audience uh, and really interact and, and offer advice as well. And, you know, that's mm. a great opportunity, the chance to work with some of these wonderful people uh, that we have. And, say, you know, we've got people like Ros Cantor some days, Emil Foray, Carlin Moore, you know, people working at the top level. And it's a chance to have discussions and see what they're doing. And can I just say, and I haven't said this, we're only talking about £45 a day. This isn't a huge amount of money for most of these profession days that you go to where it could be £200 for a day or, or for a couple of days. It's just £45 uh, that we're asking people to pay to come along to these events. So, so really accessible, hopefully, to most of your listeners, Amy, and I really hope they do come along. Oh, I do too. It's interesting that you mention money, Alex, because sadly, I, I do hear people say, oh, you know, it's so expensive to do these things. And, um, you know, I always have to pay the BHS a lot of money and to do the, the awards and to, to get my qualifications. And mm. before I started this process, you know, it was, I think one one assessment is about £250, um, which we have yep. to save up for. Um, but when I look at, when I look at what you you do um, and where that money's spent we will be speaking to one of your fundraising managers over the next couple of months um, and I'm constantly seeing new things that the British Horse Society are bringing out to to help us in the industry and to support us as well as helping the horses so the way that I look at it I'm probably not supposed to have an opinion but I do um, is that actually these these courses are relatively standard for the cost, but you do so much more with the money that's given. So it doesn't just go to the instructors or the person doing the assessments. That money, from what I can see, gets pumped back into the BHS to then help with, for example, your colic awareness week that's coming up and your road safety campaign. That's just me looking from an outsider is that how how would you say it works? I think you're you're spot on. Um, the education itself is one of our charity um, ambitions. So we actually don't make um, any profit out of the education. It's all generated back into the charity, into scholarships, but also, as you say, into our our other three key charitable areas, which is our welfare, our safety, and our access or our off road riding. Really trying to make sure that we can support that. We've done a, a huge amount over the last four or five years, and hope. Hopefully, most of your listeners have seen some of the, the fantastic Dead Slow campaign on road safety that we've been doing. As you say, the, the amazing work that the welfare team's been doing to really raise awareness of, of colic and, and other areas to try and support uh, horses across the country. And obviously, access is, is such a key area for everyone at the moment because it's 2026 isn't far away now. Um, which is when we could be losing a lot of bridleways or our off-road uh, riding just because people aren't aware that all these routes have to be listed on the definitive maths at each local authority. So there's a huge amount of work getting done in the British Horse Society to actually protect horses, but also to make sure that everyone can continue now and in the future to love that relationship with the horse and do that in a safe way. Mm, I found a few local bridleways actually that I, I think are going to come off the map if 
if we don't let people know so it is important that we, we you know we are speaking to your local officer and actually showing them and, and highlighting where 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 these bridal ways are because ultimately you can't do it by yourself can you Alex as much as I love you you know you can't travel the country going and finding all the access routes you do need us to to, to help with that we, we need everyone to help with all our campaigns whether it, it's it's the access work the welfare or the safety you know we try and provide as much central support as we can and really give the people who are out there as much help and guidance and especially on the access you know we we'll really encourage people who've heard about the bridal ways and the challenges that are we are facing over future years to come to our website bhs.org.uk and have a look and, and see and we'll provide you know support and guidance on on how to make sure that the routes are on the maps and you know the process of doing that on that note recently you launched your um statistics didn't you for um for animals that have been hurt you've had accidents on the road i know that since november 2010 3737 incidents have occurred on the road um is that is it getting better or is it getting worse well i think i think it's a re- it's, a, it's not a simple answer the, the cases are we are recording more incidents now than we've ever recorded before um but that doesn't necessarily mean that there is more things happening. I think that the recording process that we've joined together um, with other organisations to try and bring that all together to make sure that we have better accurate stats to help and to guide and to support and to influence government to get things safer in the future. So mm. there's definitely some been a lot of sad cases and, and sadly we've lost a lot of horses' lives and as well as sadly some human as well. And what we're trying to do is make sure we can raise awareness and put as much procedures in place to support that going forward. And part of this, I'm guessing, is your Ride Safe Award, which is actually part of the stage one, isn't it? So it's at the very early stages of your um, of, of your career pathway. Yes, Ride Safe is officially one of our recreational awards. Um, so it's something that we try and encourage everyone to do, whether they want to come and do the professional pathway or are just riding out on a regular basis. And, and that's really trying to provide some support and training and an assessment, similar maybe to what you think about your cycling proficiency or now called bike ability, to make sure that people have those basic skills to ride on the road safely and to make sure that they're confident in, in doing that. And that's been really successful for us and, and really try to promote that and bring more people um, in to get that help and support going forward. Well, I'll be signing up to that. Um, if you'd like to get involved in a Ride Safe Award, then head to the British Horse Society website, which is at bhs.org.uk. Oh, is that right? <laughs> that's perfect. You got it spot on. Yeah. <laughs> Just click, there's a link at the top that takes you straight through to the education page and you'll see the Ride Safe Award straight on that education page. Amazing, thank you. Well, I hope the first national convention of 2019 goes well. It's at Hartbury College. You can also see the list of um, the other locations, the other four locations throughout the UK on your website. And we can follow you, can't we, on Twitter, Facebook. What, what, are, your, what are your handles? Um, our Facebook is just at British Horse Society. And it's at British Horse for Twitter. Perfect. So we can stay up to date with everything that you're up to. Alex, thank you so much for your time today. No, thank you, Amy. And and good luck as you go through your stage one. And if there is anything we can do to help you, please just get in contact. Thank you so much. See you.
Thanks so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed this week's episode. If you want more information on the British Horse Society, just head to their website, bhs.org.uk. As always, you can catch previous episodes of the Horse Hour podcast on our website. Just head to horsehour.co.uk and of course, Stitcher, Acast, iTunes, Player FM and Spotify. Don't forget, we've got our awesome hacking playlist on Spotify. So if you need a bit of music, just search hashtag horse hour and enjoy the ride. I hope you have a great week with your horse and I'll speak to you soon. 